You are listening to WMIE, today's Modern Worship, 91.5 FM. You have tuned in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church, President of Celebration Marketplace Ministries, and author of Make Life Work in a Fast-Paced World. And here's Pastor Beckford. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Make your day count. This is the day. The Lord has made. And we will. Rejoice. And be glad. In it. In this day. Yes. And what else we're going to do is work hard Hard this day. day. All this week, we are in Chapter 2 of Pastor Beckford's book, Make Life Work. And we are focusing on working hard. Hard. So we want to encourage you to get a copy of the book. It's available at www.how2makelifework.com. You can also get a copy of this book by donating to this program, making a financial contribution to make your day count. You'll get a copy of the book, Make Life Work, and a copy of the book, The Robe of Many Colors, shipped to you for your contribution of any amount. You can mail your giving to P.O. Box 56 Coco, Florida, 32923. That's P.O. Box 56, Coco, Florida, 32923. And you can make your check or money order out to Errol Beckford Ministries to make a contribution, which will go to cover the airtime associated with this program, airing five days a week, four times a day on multiple channels. So you will be sowing in to the gospel, the good news that is being broadcasted over the airways and landing in good ground in the hearts of God's people. So we want to encourage you to be a part, to be a sower, to be a giver, to be a blessing onto others. The word says it is more blessed to give give than than to to receive. receive. So pay it forward. Um, We ask that you send your check or money order to P.O. Box 56, Cocoa, Florida, 32923, payable to Errol Beckford Ministries. Include your address so we can ship you a copy of the book, Make Life Work and the Robe of Many Colors. How do you make life work? How do you make your day count? Mm -hmm. Work Work hard. hard. (laughs) So yesterday we left off with Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. He who has a slack hand becomes poor, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. And we also know in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, it says that he is a rewarder. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek seek him. him. Seek him. So the word diligent means to purposefully, continually, persistently target your time, target your talents, target your tasks throughout the day. Diligence, to be mindful, to not just let time escape, vainly escape, but to be targeting your time, to have Goals, You know, we have our big goals and then we have our daily objectives, things that we do um, piece by piece to meet those bigger goals. So we must be a hard worker, do all things as unto the Lord. And God promises that he rewards those things, that he causes our hands to prosper. When we do things wholeheartedly as unto the Lord and not unto man, our reward comes from God. Yet somehow millions manage to disregard this wisdom looking at work as a curse that God handed to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, or a necessary evil that will vanish once they make it to heaven. 
This is a skewed view of work, which is an expression of God's nature, character, and creative ability. Work is a worthwhile endeavor that produces a sense of accomplishment and brings intrinsic, intrinsic personal satisfaction and a monetary surplus that we can use to help others. Yet, for some, the questions remain. In today's fast-paced world, how should we view work? Is it necessary to work hard to achieve success? Is hard work a necessary evil? <laughs> the answer, it depends on one's perspective. Oh, you look at it. Mm -hmm. How you see it. How you see, see it. Mm -hmm. I, lo I love that. It depends on one perspective. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people... Uh, let's 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 rephrase that. A lot of us have different idea about work, mm -hmm. our attitude towards work, mm -hmm. <laughs> and we need to look at how God sees it. Mm -hmm. We need to look from God's perspective about work. We need to look. At, uh, uh, at Jesus' perspective about work. As, as I'm talking about that, Pastor Dad, you remember when uh, Jesus and uh, was away for a little bit from his mom mm -hmm. and they were searching for him, mm -hmm. couldn't find him. And when they find him, mom saw one reprimand him. He says, hold up here, hold up. See that I must be about my what? Father's business. Come on. Mm -hmm. He was making his day what? Count. That's right. You mm -hmm. got to make your day count. He says, what are you talking about? I was about my father's business. I'm, I'm making my day count. count. Mm -hmm. Because this is the what? The, the day, day the Lord has made. Mm -hmm. And you have no other day, I have no other day mm -hmm. than to make this day mm -hmm. work. Mm -hmm. And that day, when Jesus was 12 there in the temple, he was making his day count by studying the Word of God and discussing it with those who were with them. So he was making his day count. count by increasing in knowledge, by increasing in understanding, by increasing in wisdom. Yeah. So he, had, he was putting in the work. Yeah. He was locating himself in the Word, which is something all of us need to do. Locate ourself, locate our purpose, yeah. locate the vision in the Word of God. And when you find it, it will be like electricity in your spirit that will get you up out of bed in the morning, excited to be diligent. Like it just said in the, in the paragraph here, that work is a worthwhile endeavor that yeah. produces a sense of accomplishment and brings intrinsic personal satisfaction. So that's on the inside. So it doesn't matter if somebody tells you good job or not. When you know that you're working on purpose and you know that you've done your best today, when you know, when you see how far that you came, the satisfaction on the inside, knowing that God is well pleased because you've been about your father's business. business. So when we look onto man for appointment, we become disappointed. But when we look on to God for appointment, we are appointed. We are satisfied. We are fulfilled because we're doing what we were created to do. Uh, first of all, we must discover why we are here. Mm -hmm. First of all, we must discover 
why we're here. Why am I here? You know, Rick Warren wrote a great book on purpose-driven life. And the, 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 the wisdom that he imparts to us is one thing and one thing only. Discover why you're here. Life is meaningless if you don't know why you're here. Come on, make your day count, family. You wake up this morning and you don't know why you are alive? You think it's just living? I, I let that sink in. Because we got to come to reality. I wake up this morning. This is the day the Lord has made. And I'm going to rejoice in it and be glad in it. And make sure I fulfill my destiny. Fulfill my purpose. Because I have no other day. Tomorrow is not given. We only have one day. Yes. Today. This day. We only have what? One day. You ask the thousands and thousands and thousands of people who die. Ask them how many days did they have? <laughs> they wake up. In the day, and then they went to sleep. They never have a chance for another day. Are you getting it, beloved? We're here to provoke you to good work. I'm here, Pastor Dai is here, to provoke you to what? Good work. The, the thousands of people that die every day. When they wake up, they expect to be alive for the next day. It never happened. Mm -hmm. You got to discover your what? Purpose. And fulfill it. Then life is meaning. Hear who discovered Paul. Mm -hmm. Hear what Paul says. For me to live is what? Christ. Right, right Pastor Dad? Mm -hmm. He says, for me to live in this life is Christ. Christ. For me to die is gain. gain. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. I know who I am living. Mm -hmm. I live today for Christ. I live for my purpose. And when my eye close, it's gained because I'm in heaven. <laughs> I finished the race. I finished the race. And he did say that. He, you remember? He did say that. He says, I have fought a good fight. fight. Man, he never play around. He says, <laughs> I have fought a good fight. He didn't play around. Mm -hmm. I have finished a what? The course. That means he finished the race, what he was said to do. He was not talking about somebody else or somebody else's assignment. Paul was talking about his assignment. He was making his day what? Count. count. You got to make your day count by what you do. do. Mm -hmm. How do I make my day count, Pastor Diana? By what I do what today. I do. Not what I say, by what I do. Because what I do produces. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yes, what we do continues to speak. The legacy that we leave continues to speak even after we've gone on to glory, after we've gone home. The impartations that we make in other people, they continue to speak in the earth realm. As we go on in Make Life Work, we're in chapter 2. So good. Work hard, and we're on page 13. Throughout my life, I have heard such statements as, don't work yourself too hard. <laughs> Or take it easy and enjoy life a little. Although often well-intentioned 
and you can cross the line into becoming a workaholic who neglects family and other responsibilities. These remarks can have a negative impact when it comes to pondering decisions about work. Many of us face continuing challenges as we contemplate the value of work, how hard we should work, and when we should relax and devote time to other concerns. Indeed, the way we decide these questions will have a huge impact on our success. In order to answer them correctly, we must know what the Bible says about hard work and its opposite, laziness. I have used the Bible's principles on diligence to shape my attitude towards work and my superiors. As a result, I have reaped the reward. So as we go on tomorrow, we'll go into the meaning of hard Hard work. work. So we want to encourage you on today, whatever it is, whatever you have had in your mind to do, whatever has been deposited into your spirit, begin to write it down. David said that the Lord made him understand when he sat down to write it out. It tells us to write down the vision and to make it plain so those who see it can run with it. So we also, as the visionary, as the person with the vision, have to write it down so that we can see it and we could run with it. So whatever the vision is, begin to write it down, step-by-step approach, and God will reveal to you. He will take the layers off of it so you could see what to do today, what hard work to put in today to come to the bigger picture that he has shown you. Just like when you're painting a house, if you're out there, I've, I know I did it recently this year, painted as my the exterior cinder blocks of my house, and it truly gets done one block at a time. And if you do a little bit each and every day, eventually you'll see the completion of the project. Make your day count. Thank you for tuning in to the Make Your Day Count broadcast with Pastor Errol Beckford, Senior Pastor of Celebration Tabernacle Church in the beautiful city of Coco. For more information on this broadcast, please contact us at 321-638-0381. Tune in tomorrow to hear more about how you can make your day count. You're listening to 91.5 FM. And 102.3 FM, this is Brevard County's home for the very best in contemporary Christian and modern praise and worship music, WMIE. This is Morning Breath, your drive-time devotion sure to jumpstart your day. Brought to you by East Coast Christian Center. Morning Breath starts... Now. Yo, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Morning Breath, your 